WWTI students would like to remind you that this show is not for the faint of heart, easily offended, or bitchy as bitches. If you have a stick up your ass, listen to something else. But if you're messed up in the head like the rest of us, enjoy the show. Welcome to the We Won the Internet podcast, pre-recorded in a doomsday bunker somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. We strive to half-assedly bring you weird news, scary stories, and anything we find interesting on the web. So please welcome your hosts, Logan Marks and Sam Baxter. Hello everyone, hope you're all doing well. It's June 3rd, 2021, and you're deep down in the bunker with the two favorite idiots. Welcome to the ship show, Sam. What's up? You know, I've, I didn't think I'd ever get into Van Helsing, like a movie or TV show of that. You know, I like vampires and all that shit. But I started watching the one on Sci-Fi. The one with uh, Wolverine? No, no, no. It wasn't that one. <laughs> that one looked super shit. That's what I'm saying. I remember that one coming out way back in the day with Hugh Jackman. And that one looked yeah, so stupid. Wolverine it had Wolverine was in it. It had, it had he, that... He had that a bunch of vampires. You had that British Blade girl. What was that girl? Remember the one from uh, that series? <laughs> British Blade. It was like um, the wolves uh, against the vampires? Yeah, yeah. Underworld. Underworld. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It had that chick from Underworld. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh... That British girl. I mean, I, okay, we're digressing though. <laughs> but it had uh, <laughs> Kate Beckinsale. It had Kate Beckinsale, and Kate she Beckinsale, was a, yeah. yeah, she was playing like that, you know, vampire hunter. And then we see her in in that Van Helsing movie that looked really stupid. So anyway, no, I, I started watching. <laughs> I started watching the TV show um, Van uh-huh. Helsing, and it's on it's on Netflix. It's sci-fi. It's sci-fi, you know, produced show, and it's actually not mm. bad. Like it's, I'm finding it to be actually entertaining. And mm-hmm. not being shitty, like I figured it would. And I don't even know how I got suckered into watching it. I think I was just looking around, and I I jumped on Netflix, which I never do. Uh-huh. And I thought, ah, hey, you know, check it out. But it's basically like a post-apocalyptic near future where, um, you know, she's a descendant of of the that main uh, Abraham Van Helsing, and she's, yeah. she's in a coma, and she wakes up, and it's like three years after like the Yellowstone caldera has like basically blanketed the world in ash. So because the world's oh, okay. so because it's blocking the sunlight, it allows the vampires to basically overrun humanity. Mm. And that and interesting, yeah, yeah, and because and I guess she's she, like the last hope for humanity because she has a like a unique blood composition that it actually mm. when vampires bite her, it turns them back into humans. So oh, okay, so then the vampires deem her, you know, they find out about her and they deem her as you know enemy number one, public enemy number one, right? Because she yeah. she can undo all of us, right? She can undo you know all of us as long as they bite her, they'll turn back and then you know turn the armies back. So, um, like I said, she's got a marine that's protecting her, and you know they're supposed to. I'm not I'm not far enough into it though. I've like only watched like four or five episodes, but um, mm-hmm. the premise sounds pretty good. You know, I'm I'm not hating it. It's it's different. It kind of reminds me of Blade, a little bit. Well, no, well, Blade there was no like turning. There was no turning back. Yeah, but like, th- yeah, but yeah, but what didn't they like? Uh, there was like the third one, wasn't? Didn't they? Or they? I remember they they had a, a vaccine or something that they were able to turn people turn them back. Was it the? How, like you know what? Second in the second one. Oh god, the second one was trash. Or towards the end of the first one, I think she had she. Oh, that chick had developed the, that vaccine, and and she was able to turn them back. Was it the first one? I, it wasn't because it was because they bit her, but she had she was able to do vaccine. it. Yeah, I, I really don't. God, I haven't seen those Blade movies in so long. Probably since the 90s, to tell you the truth. So, <laughs> I mean, the first one was good. I remember the first one was good. Second one, I was disappointed. And the third one, I was just forgot it. 
Like, yeah. like that third blade was just trash. I, I didn't like it. I thought it was too stupid. It had uh, to have, you know, too many people in it. Jessica Biel and Ryan Reynolds. And, you know, I was just trying to be a big old star phenomenon yeah. thing. I was like, oh, God. I, yeah, I liked all three of them. I, I, they weren't the best movies, but I, I enjoyed all three of them. I really enjoyed the first that, that's one. That's what it just... Yeah, that's what they. That's what the it kind of reminds me of. So I'd probably check it out. And, and like I said, I do, I do like some vampire movies. Yeah, it's not bad. And like I said, it's 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 better than when, like I said, when we watched uh, um, Underworld. You know, remember? So it's all like all the vampires <laughs> were like y'all Euro trash. Remember they're all drinking wine? Yeah. And it's like fuck. At that point, it was just becoming like a cliche. Yeah, I know. Like, like fuck this. It was like like okay, they're all drinking wine at a at a fucking rave. Yeah, again. yeah, or like at a yeah, <laughs> or, or then they would, or the other ones were like too proper, and they're all in their you know Victorian yeah. dresses and shit, and it's like fuck. This is like you know. Nine, you know, two thousand one. You know, just like fucking stupid. I don't know. I just, I hated those. I remember everyone liked those movies, and remember me and you used to call it British Blade because we we said it knocked off, like, knock <laughs> over Blade. Yeah. <laughs> I remember talking that to a guy at work. He's like, shit. He's all mad. He's all mad. He's, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, you, you like British Blade? Fuck. He's like, he's like British that's British Blade. He, yeah, that's all he'd say. It's fucking different. I was like, oh yeah, how, how's that? Shit. I mean, how's it different? That's all he'd say. Shit. He'd be like, it's like, all right, man. That's. But no, no, this is actually Van Helsing. It's it's okay. Like I said, I know it's not for everyone, and it's it's a good like. It just you can just kind of sink into it. You know, it's not like one where you have to really follow a plot line like mm. too indicative. It doesn't seem that way, which is good. Sometimes you just want something that's mindless. So, yeah. Well, Sci-Fi is actually coming out with some pretty good shows lately. They have been, man. I I, they, yeah, like that. Uh, I know this one, the Van Helsing was is pretty good, and then they have that one that that Winona or oh, Winona Earp, uh, White Earp. Yeah. yeah, you know, I heard that one is pretty good. I haven't, I haven't had a chance to watch it, but I've heard good things about it. I saw the first season of that, and I thought it was really good. I, I really liked yeah. it. And I, and those, see, I grew up, I, you know, all those cheesy shows I really liked, and mm. and like early two thousands. Do you remember when they had like you know Stargate? Remember like Stargate mm, Atlantis? Yeah, man, those yeah, are love those. those were great times. You know, they had a lot of good shows. You know, Sanctuary came on after that. I don't know if you watched that one, but. And then sci-fi started going towards all these, you know, reality TV shows like makeup and costumes. I was like, "Fuck this!" Like, they tried being, you know, too reality TV. You know, when everything was reality, they started canceling all these shows. Oh, I know. Yeah, I used to hate all that reality yeah. TV shit. And, and now they're coming back. Now they're coming back. Like yeah. I said, well, they, have, they have all these good shows. Yeah, it's like I just I remember watching Alien Resident, that new one they had this year. Oh yeah, fucking loved it. Yeah, I heard that one. I only saw like the first two episodes and. I need to go back to them. That was really good, though, from what I saw. That was a good. That was a good. They, they finished off the first season, so I, I'm excited for the second. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sci Fi has been doing okay. You know, this last you know ten years, they've been all right. They've been, mm-hmm. like I said, when they went away, when they started doing reality TV, they lost me. I was like, I'm not doing this. But now that they're coming yeah, back, I just kind of gave, I just kind of gave up on them because they always had. They had a lot of reality TV shows, and then they would have like a really low. The movies low were trash. Class. Those movies were trash, tra- man. Yeah, just garbage movies. Like arachnids. It was just and, like, oh, it has a sci-fi theme. Yeah, it, it was. Like, it was like, you know, kill, like people watch it. It was like killer arachnids in the fucking versus like you know Himalayan monster. You know, it was like something. Oh man, it was like stupid stuff like that. I, you know, I I would yeah. watch those like in the late nineties. I'd fuck yeah, I want to watch yeah. these. You know, I get a pizza and I watch this, but. Then I got to a point, you know, when, like I said, when they did the Stargates and all those sci-fi shows, they, they were actually pretty good. And then when the movies came out, I was like, you know, I can't do these anymore. They were just too dumb. They were, yeah. the acting was yeah. stupid. The stories were stupid. I was like, fuck. And I'm usually a sucker for stupid shows, you know. 
Yeah, me too. Like, there's some things like if it's if it's like bad, but it's still kind of entertaining, or yeah. like, you know, the characters are really good. I'll watch it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I like a little cheesiness to the, to sure. the sci-fi shows. Oh yeah, and but like they were just getting bad. You know, like really bad, like not even entertaining bad. It's just like you can't even make fun of it. Bro. Exactly. Yeah, I remember there was like sand shark. Remember, and it was like it was like in the sand, and it was <laughs> killing people, it was eating them, and it was like fuck, like, like yeah. I like a good you know shark movie, but fuck, you know he's just he's yeah. he's on land, you know under the sand. I was like fuck this. Like, yeah, like Sharknado was. I remember the first Sharknado was really good. I didn't see it. It was so bad. It, it was so bad, but it was really entertaining. It was it was it was one of those movies you can make fun of, but it was actually fun to watch because it was just like it was just crazy mm-hmm. but like once they got to the sequels and because they, they were you know they they hit struck gold on the first one they kept trying to make more and they just could do it it just wasn't the same didn't they do like four of them yeah or it something? was just, yeah i think they did like four or five i don't know <laughs> i stopped after the first one because i i liked the first one but i didn't want to ruin it because I, I knew they were we going to be able to strike gold twice yeah I remember everyone talking about it. And I was like, I just can't do this. And, and and what was funny is like everyone jumped into it. Like this is so dumb. It's it's good. And I was like, man, that's why I've been watching all these shows. Like all these movies have been like that. I just that's why another thing why I didn't really get into it. Like I kind of went against the grain because I had already been watching all these shitty movies, and everyone mm-hmm. would be making fun of me about it. And then now this one was like, oh, it's so dumb. It's it's good. And I'm like, fuck. That's why I've been sane for like 20 years, motherfuckers. You know. So <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching these stupid Nobody ass listened. shows. Nobody listened to me. I know, fuck, fucking Boa versus well, I, I, <laughs> whatever. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, I started. I watched something that was a little super, uh, supernatural, or uh, it was a little more. It was a little sci-fi, and it was really good. It was on Netflix. Okay. And it was called uh, Super Me. Super Me. Yeah. So it, I, I, I really, I didn't really know much going in. I think it just, I, th- it's in one of their newer films. Okay. Um, but when I. When I watched it, basically, there's a, the main character uh, Sang Sangyu, and he has like trouble sleeping <clears throat> because every time he goes to sleep, like he he has these uh this this demon comes and tries to attack him all the time oh, shit. and tries to kill him like in his in yeah in his dreams. Mm-hmm. So like he's like he's poor. He's he's just he's a writer and he's he's trying to he can't write. He can't do his job basically because he can't sleep. Okay. Um. So. This guy tells him like, "Hey, there's a, there's a way that you know that you can re- realize that you're dreaming, and then you can wake up from your dreams." Mm-hmm. And so, the next time he goes to bed, he tries to try, he he attempts to to try it. Okay. And while while he's sleeping, or the demon that that's attacking him has this like really nice sword. It, it's you know it's all jewel encrusted. It's it's like it's some sort of a museum piece kind of sword, you know. Okay. And he's attacking him with it, and. When when he tells himself to wake up, he's he gets hit like on a shoulder, and but he's touching the sword, and when he wakes up, he wakes up with the sword, so he's able to take things from his dreams, and bring them into real life. Oh shit! So yeah, I thought that concept was really cool. It's like that's yeah, different. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, it's different. And then so like, so he has this this fancy sword now, and he's like, well shit, let me go pawn this. So he pawns it. You know, it's worth a lot of money. And people are like offering all this money for it, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll, you know, I'll, he sells it for a few grand." And he's like, "Well, let me. I gotta do this again." So he gets to the he gets to the, he gets to the ability to do, to do this every time. 
mm-hmm. but he has to go in and fight these demons while he's doing it and try to grab. It's pretty, it's pretty funny because the fight the fight scenes are really good. Really, and and like he's he's trying to fight this demon while but trying to grab stuff <laughs> before he while he's you know <laughs> before he wakes up. Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like, like I like, feel like it's like a comedy, like that would be like a Cheech and Chong type movie, you know? <laughs> with, with a, yeah, with, it, and it's and it's kind of there's a little bit of humor in it while he's doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 pretty cool because like well, the more he does his dreams, the more he's like, the more control he has in his dreams, he's able to fight this demon better. Okay. And yeah, so it, it's it's really good. And then like with, when he becomes rich, uh, he's trying to impress this girl with with his money, and he's trying to. He's trying to better himself with it, mm-hmm. and while that's happening, people are realizing there's like, you know, like, like uh, gangsters and shit that are re- that he, wherever he's pawning this stuff is realizing that he's got where they don't know where he's getting this stuff. Oh, so then he, so you know, they're coming to, they're trying to basically take him out because, or trying to figure out where he's getting this so they can steal it. Gotcha. And so he has to deal with that. So it, it was really good. Like I, I didn't expect much from it. Mm-hmm. I, I just it was just kind of something I randomly saw in there, and I was like, "Oh man!" When I watched the the concept, was just it was just fun. The idea that you could bring something back from your dreams because I'm I've had dreams like that where, where you know, it's like you feel like something's attacking you and stuff, and you wake up, and, and the fact that you could bring something back would be freaking awesome. That'd be fucking nuts, yeah. Unless you brought back chlamydia because you were fucking some whore. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> I'll get you when you wake up. Oh damn it! I know it fucking burns when I piss. <laughs> so, so this looks like a foreign movie. Is it? Is it like subtitled or is it dubbed? I can't read very it, well. So, is it <laughs> for us idiots who can't read? Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, they have it dubbed in. Yeah, they have it dubbed in. Uh, but if you, you know. If you want to read it, they do have the subtitles as well. No, which, sir. Which, which nobody will. <laughs> no, no, but sir. It's, yeah, and the dubbing's actually pretty good. You know, mm-hmm. it. If you have a chance to watch it, go watch it because it's 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 a really good movie. This is on Netflix. You I said? found it quite entertaining. It's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably check this out. Super me. I keep when I, I keep seeing Super me. I'm thinking like Super Size me. Remember that McDonald's movie? I know, I know. I was the same way. That's when I saw it, and I was like, Super me. That's a dumb title. Yeah. Like, like, Fuck. I'm not gonna watch this. <laughs> <laughs> but you hit gold. Well, some guy, fat guy eating McDonald's. And I, shit know, I know. About it. <laughs> I know. Fuck. That sounds All pretty right. good. All right. Yeah, it was. It was pretty good. All right. We should take a break, and when we come back. We'll do shit on the internet. See you guys in a little bit. This week's sponsor is Sugar O's. The only cereal made with 100% natural sugar. Start your day off with the heart-pumping jet fuel power of Sugar O's. And unlike other unhealthy children breakfast cereals, we don't add any processed cereal grains or that evil high-fructose corn syrup. You can eat Sugar O's with confidence, knowing we only use natural, pure, sweet, delicious sugar. Our competitors will say Sugar O's is nothing more than sugar poured in a bowl with milk in it. But at Sugar O's, we say it's still better than the shit you're making. So enjoy Sugar O's as part of your complete breakfast. And remember, it's the only cereal made with 100% natural sugar. All right, thanks everyone for coming back for Shit on the Internet. We got this first story here. An Illinois man is due in court this week in connection with his arrest for masturbating in a car outside a high school homecoming dance. A lewd act <laughs> allegedly facilitated by a bottle of, of suave lotion and a crusty pink towel. So, yeah, this guy was jerking off in the car with a Crusty swa- pink towel. Yeah, he had a crusty pink towel. Crusty a little quotes. jizz rag with him. Yeah, and suave lotion. <laughs> so... 
So Curtis, Man, there must be an epi- there must be an epidemic going on because I think that's the third story you told about somebody masturbating. Hey man, I just report the news. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this shit. I <laughs> likes what I likes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I said what I said. Uh, Curtis Hutchings, 55, was arrested last Saturday night shortly after a group of female students reported that a naked guy was pleasuring himself inside a Chevy Monte Carlo outside the main entrance to the Bellevue Township High School East. Situated in the parking lot's front row, Hutchins' vehicle had an unobstructed view of the students arriving and leaving the dance. So this guy had a uh, fucking front view, yeah, of everybody. He could see pervert. all the men's and women's, all the boys and girls, I guess. All the boys and girls. Yeah, like yeah. When officers approached Hutchins, they noticed that he was dressed in a strapless pink tutu-style dress and high heels. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Told of the report that he was naked and masturbating, Hutchins denied any knowledge of the incident. So... <laughs> 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 he denied it. Fuck. He has like the cum in his hair, like a. Oh, like what about Mary? Yeah, what about Mary? <laughs> yeah. However, like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's, that's, hair, that's hair gel. Yeah. <laughs> However, as cops noted, a bottle of hand cream was on the passenger side floorboard, and a pink towel was on the seat <laughs> next to Hutchings. The car was also filled with women's clothing. Hutchings stated he Hutchings claimed later that he was transgender. So. Asked about the towel and hand cream, Hutchings reportedly explained that the towel was to masturbate onto. He offered no comment about the hand cream. <laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> They'll talk for days about the cum towel. Yeah, the cum towel, yeah, it's self-explanatory. I just come in this thing. <laughs> hand cream, nope, don't know what it's for. <laughs> not going to go into detail, sir. It's, it's for his eczema. Don't talk about my eczema. <laughs> I have dry elbows. I know. <laughs> So the patrolman described Hutchings' hands as appearing greasy and shiny. <laughs> the, the, the officer also oh, felt... Why? Com- well, I wonder what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> the officer also felt compelled to provide further details of the crime scene. The towel was covered with an off-white crusty stains. A few of the stains appeared wet, is what the, <laughs> is what the, the, the officer said. <laughs> so, so, oh, man. So Belleville Pol- Police Department officer Dan Cook then drew the short straw and had to seize the towel and lotion. <laughs> which... which <laughs> Oh, poor Dan Cook. That's police brutality, I think, right? I mean, against the police. Um, <laughs> which was subsequently brought to the evidence room at police headquarters. Hutchins was charged with felony public indecency since he was, since the alleged incident occurred at the school. He was free of a $5,000 bond, and he has he's scheduled for November 1st preliminary hearing in circuit court. So, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this that's guy. what you get from masturbating in front of the kitties. I know. Fuck. I don't, I don't know what the tutu thing was about, though. Oh, wow, why are you wearing a tutu? It's the, only, it's the only way I can get myself to come is having a tutu on. I know. Fuck. Poor guy. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I got a story here. This one's not really funny, but th- I just found this interesting because I know I, I know that you like the idea. Well, you don't like the idea, but I mean, it interests you the idea of having a, uh, like the people lost in the woods and, yeah. and yeah, you know, that kind of stuff where, where people get go missing basically mm. a conspiracy theorist claims people are going missing because of cannibal caves what so there uh, yeah there's a tiktoker or they call himself tiktoker dan or herself tiktoker dan uh stitched a video from a few tiktok users who spoke about a high number of people who disappeared in u.s county parks never to be seen again mm. but as dan explains the disappearances are rather common in the u.s in places that have caves nearby she alleges that there's cannibalistic activity contributing to the vanishing of people. Shit. 
So she explains in her video, if you look up where people go missing in national parks, <clears throat> it directly correlates to the cave system in the U.S. Hmm. So uh, I know you have... I know you have seen videos where they talk about cannibals being in the woods and they're, and they're just being feral people out in the woods, she adds. I kind of think there's a community of these feral people that take people out while they're out there in the woods. Mm -hmm. uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, to make her argument pers uh, more persuasive, Dan gives a reference to the film The Descent. You remember the movie Descent? Yes, I do. Those, all those chicks okay. that went into the caves and... Yeah, and there was like these weird creatures. These humanoid creatures that lived down in the darkness. Yeah. And they fed off of basically, you know, meat. Yeah, so she's she's uh, she's saying that that's kind of what's really happening. Mm hmm. So Dan's video is quickly grabbing attention to fellow TikTokers who are pretty convinced about there being some truth to Dan's outlandish philosophy. Mm -hmm. well, I, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting because, like, the way, the way in her video that correlates with, like, Wherever the caves are at, that's where most of the missing people are at, are, uh, are being experienced. That's that's really interesting. Does she have like any really concrete evidence, or is she just saying that it's just coincidence? And so that's no, just a theory. right now. It's, uh, yeah, I think people are just grabbing onto it because there's a lot of correlation with it because of the because of, of where the caves are and where the, the missing people are mm -hmm. are, are uh, being being uh, abducted. Mm -hmm. So she's just kind of throwing that together, but I, I don't know. I thought it was interesting, I, and I know you like that kind of stuff. Oh, I do. I'm I'm actually gonna probably try and read more of this after this. We should we should talk about this on another show one of these days because I love yeah. stuff like this. The stuff's like all up my alley. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you should check out that video. I think it'd be pretty 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 interesting. Yeah, I, I just I just find that I want to know like what type of evidence and if she has any like statistics about you know anybody. I, I like. I just want to know how she's why she's thinking cannibals, and uh, I want to read more about that. Read into that. I, I I'm not disputing it. I just want to know more. You know, you know. Yeah. Me? I want to believe all this shit. Yeah. I got this next one here. Hopefully, it'll be as good. A Florida man is okay. Florida, Florida man is facing a battery charge <laughs> for allegedly shoving his ex girlfriend's mother inside a fold out couch. Police charge. <laughs> so what? <laughs> so Mark Foreman, 53, was arrested Tuesday evening on a felony charge in connection with the incident at the home of the 66-year-old victim. According to Palmetto Police Department report, Foreman arrived at the woman's home and asked to use the bathroom. Okay, no problem, right? The victim, mm. who had been lying on a fold-out couch, told cops that Foreman said, "What is this?" He then allegedly pushed the victim onto the fold-out couch and folded the victim inside of the couch. <laughs> so, so the report does not indicate how long the woman was entombed inside the piece of furniture, but the victim who suffered oh, he an, left her in there. Yeah, huh? the victim who suffered an injury to her right wrist and complained that her back was hurt was transported to a local hospital by emergency service workers. <laughs> For, Shit. He pushed her in the couch and he folded her up. Shit. And he folded her up. Yeah. And put her in the back of the car. We're gonna we're taking you out of here. Yeah, I know. It's fucking funny though. Like, <laughs> like it's almost like how the fuck did that happen? So yeah, he got booked to county jail and he's being held in twenty five hundred dollar bond, but I don't know. For folding just, her up? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> that seems kind of excessive. I mean, it, it doesn't I, sound that bad. I guess because he assaulted her, right? He put his hands on her and not in a sexy way, you know? <laughs> <laughs> not in a sexy way. <laughs> yeah, so 
<laughs> so I guess I guess story here. Uh, North Korea has banned mullet hairstyles, <laughs> lip piercings, and <laughs> and skinny jeans. So dictator Jim uh, Kim Jong Un yeah releases released the country's latest crackdown on fashions and trends in hopes the citizens will steer clear from mimicking exotic and decadent Western lifestyles. Mm. Um, he's also banning ripped jeans, uh, slogan T-shirts. And nose rings because he feels they are all representations of a capitalistic society. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The rule, the rules announced by the North Korean uh, newspaper Rondong Simon, uh, according to reports from South Korean media, the news source quoted text from the North Korean newspaper in which Kim Jong Un explains the reasons behind the new rule. So he says, history, teacher, history teaches us a crucial lesson that a country can become vulnerable and eventually collapse like a damp wall, regardless of its economic and defense power, if we are not held up to our own lifestyle, said Zhang-un. Um, we must be wary of even the slightest sign of capitalistic lifestyle and fight to get rid of them. So he does not like anything <laughs> awesome like mullets or anything American. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so North America has been able to control what its citizens looks like for for uh, years, though, through a set of rules. They're like, just like their hairstyles. They, there's like, oh, I I didn't realize this, but they have 15 socialist approved hairstyles there. Yeah, man, that, that shit you can pick from. That shit's on lockdown. And that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> that shit's on lockdown. You know, every time they have a documentary about North Korea, I, I'm always mm. so intrigued because, you know, the place is so secluded, you know, that's that whenever anybody gets cameras in there, I always want to see what it's like. You know, it's... Yeah, it, I, I've seen some documentaries, and it's kind of... It's, like, super creepy. It is. Like, I remember these... I remember this one where these two guys, they have this, they have this hotel mm-hmm. where they keep guests from, out, you know, from other countries. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that was nice. They... Yeah, it's probably Did you nice. See that one where they had they had like that plastic food that they would put out. Yeah, it looked like it was so, real, right? So yeah, so it looked like you know, like oh, we have all this food. It was all like this plastic bread and yeah, and chicken legs and stuff like that. It yeah, was all, but it wasn't none of that just was real. Crazy, yeah. And they would like take them. They would only take them <laughs> certain parts that were all they were all designed so that yeah, they could, yeah they nice. That proved they looked like so it looked like yeah, they're doing well. It's it, it's so weird. That's what that's what really intrigues me. Like they're only allowed to see so many things, you know. Foreigners are, and it's 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 crazy, you know how how they were able to get their missile system, you know, the nukes and everything. I mean, they it's basically slave labor for like the last thirty years. They make what you hear is like they make them work six days a week, you know, forced, you know, round the clock, just continuous working. Yeah. I mean, they built their infrastructure that that part of the infrastructure like really fast. Like yeah, like it took them like a third of the time what the Americans and the Russians did, and it's like fuck. That's what makes them so dangerous. Is these guys will do whatever it takes. They have no fucking qualms about you know yeah, you don't human, have to life. human rights or anything. Yeah, yeah, nothing. No religion. You know, there's nothing. They 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 squashed all that shit. And it's just it's really interesting. But I I mean I I agree with the mullets, man. Get rid of the mullets. That's fine. But. <laughs> Like, man, Kim Jong Un, man, that guy's like a—I don't know if you saw any of those. Like, he's like a Bulls fan. Like, he loved Michael Jordan, you know, from the '90s and all that. He was like a big time. Like, he's really—it sounds like from some of the things you hear, he's—he's he's actually more Americanized than he lets on, you know. 
Was he like a? Wasn't like Dennis Rodman one of his yeah. best friends? Yeah, Rodman would go down there. Rodman's like, yeah, he's a good guy, you know. And it's like shit. It's because he's in love with you, you know. He's he, <laughs> yeah, I know he treats you. Like he treats you God. well. Yeah, he lets you come there and he lets you do more shit than he would let like you or I do. You know, he's just it's 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 different, you know. And he was like, you know, he's from the Bulls. You know, he played with the Bulls and the Pistons. You know, he's in the NBA. He was part of the Bad Boys with Detroit and. Those three teams with the Bulls where they won those championships. And he was, you know, Rodman was a force on the court. And this guy liked basketball. So, you know, Rodman yeah. Rodman was a good rebounder. And he liked them. I mean, it's, I liked Rodman, too, when he was with the Bulls. I didn't like him with the Pistons. He can kiss my ass. But it was, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's interesting, you know, how, how secluded that place is. It just intrigues me. And it's it's just so weird. Like you said, the fake food. I saw one where they went to, like, a, a an airport. And then when they went to the airport, mm. it was, like, all nice. But there was no planes. There was nobody there. You know, there was there was some people there. They were all greeting yeah. you. You know, they're all like happy. This, this, and yeah, it's like these huge buildings with with like nothing, no nothing. people in them. But they're, they're just like, yeah, all nice. Yeah, it's infrastructure, but there's no people there to enjoy it. It's yeah, just it's so bad. weird, and I just it, it intrigues me, but you know, not in a good way because I, I you know, you kind of feel bad. You know, like I've heard of people who have, I've you know they have like you know de- um, defected from there and. I've met one person that that actually defected from there. I worked with somebody who had, who had who had defected, and he was it was crazy. You know, it was, he talked about it. You know, just how it's you know it's communist, right? I mean, it's it's there's no rights, and you do what you're told, or you're fucking dead. You know, you're not seen again. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's really crazy, but it's intriguing to me. So, I, I yeah. again, I'm good with the mullets being gone because fuck the mullets. You know, I don't know because I think the mullet is the only thing powerful enough to take down that. That dictator. Shit, I don't know. He's he's a that's, supreme that's, leader. That's, that's America right there. It is America. Just basically, that's just that's just America. America. And if it's you Marca. have that in there, you might be able to destroy and destroy then, that dictatorship. And those guys, man, how they're just hacking. I mean, fuck. Remember they hacked Sony. Remember they took down like Sony. I know. <laughs> they, took, I know. they took down the movie like, industry. They fucking took down Sony like PlayStation. You know, online. I mean, fuck. Yeah, those guys are not to be fucked with. I tell you that. This guy's mean business, so. <sighs> we gotta move on. Fuck. I know, I'm all depressed. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we'll do I Can't Believe It's Not Google. We'll see you guys in a little bit. I can't believe it's not Google where people from the internet ask us for advice on life, love, sex, and everything in between. So Sam and I listen to their problems and bless them with our infinite wisdom. It's not good advice. It's not bad advice. It's just our shitty advice. So this week we have Carla from Colorado and she says, uh, we've been married for three years with five kids and I thought we had a solid relationship. Four months ago, my husband came to me and announced that he had quit his job. He wanted to have a job that is a work from home kind of situation uh, even though he had to take a pay cut uh, I was concerned but at, at the time I was making good money from my job so we decided to take the chance so during this four months he delegated more and more housework to me while leaving every night to what he said was blowing off steam I encouraged him to to keep looking for a job, 
but he said that he wanted to give up. I decided to call his former employers to see if they would take him back. To my shock, they said that he didn't quit, but was fired for poor work performance and for punching the supervisor in the face. Oh, wow. I I confronted him about it, and he initially denied it. I pressed on until he finally gave in, admitting he didn't want to seem like the bad guy. He even hid the unemployment money, which we could have used, to go gambling. I angrily told him... (laughs) (laughs) This guy's a piece of work. So I angrily told him to watch our kids while I spent the night at a hotel. I'm really torn on what to do. A divorce could bring a lot of added stress to our children and me, but I don't know if I can trust him anymore. What should I do? Oh, shit. That's a... Yeah, that one's a doozy. Yeah. I mean, so the guy punched his boss, got fired, poor work performance, and he's been lying to his wife. Yeah, claiming that he was just looking for a like a home job. Mm-hmm. Well, and then I mean, going out every night, leaving her to do more work. <laughs> I think she needs to like sit down and talk to him more. Like, hey, man, like, what's going on? Like, do you even want to be around with us? And if you do, you can't be pulling this shit because. You know, the kids need you. I need you. We, you know, we're leaning on you. We depend on you. Do you need me to get a job? Do you want to stay home? I mean, these are all conversations that they probably need to have. Yeah, well, it looks like she it was working because she was making quite a bit of money, is what she, say, what she said. Yeah. I mean, was she still working? Or maybe I missed that. Was she still working? Yeah. Yeah, she's still working. But, oh. she, like, he was just, like, like basically just trying to stay home and have her do, like, housework and do work while he did do shit. Oh, that sounds fine. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with which. That's probably like acceptable. Um, no, this guy sounds like he's a piece of shit. Then I mean, if he's if he's really trying to get her to do everything, that yeah. doesn't, that doesn't seem right. I, I think he needs to you know pull his weight, do something, you know, go get a job at a fucking grocery store, you know, if bring a check in. I mean, you, you can't waste your life away doing nothing. I mean, fuck, I've been doing that for fucking 40 years yeah <laughs> look where he got you look where he got you i know yeah, fucking shitty podcast i know <laughs> stupid ass podcast in a bunker <laughs> you're running from the cops fuck uh yeah no. that's a, it's such a weird thing to do though like just out of nowhere just like come home and and just all pretend sudden, like all this stuff is yeah. yeah all of a sudden pretend all this like stuff is not happening and then like, what do you think was gonna happen? Like, he wasn't gonna be able, to, he wouldn't get caught, or like, he, she wouldn't realize this was this was going on. Maybe he's got like a midlife crisis, you know? Where that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, well, he's just like, but, you know what? Fuck this! I'm tired but, of this. I'm tired of this. The grind. I'm tired of everything. And then he, they've only been married for three years, and I don't think they'd be. But they have five kids. Well, I mean, so they could have had them before probably, they were married, right? They obviously had them before they were married. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They were living in sin. But living in sin for a while, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's just like, I don't know. The problem is he's got he's got the five kids. He's got to at least take care of them, you know. He's got to got to manage them. And if the wife, you know, sounds like she's working, I just I think he needs to figure it out. They need to sit down and figure out like, what the fuck's going yeah. on, guy? Like, what are you trying to do? If you want out, then get the fuck out. Like, if you leave, you're gone. You know, no coming in and mm-hmm. out. You know, she needs, she should probably ask him about that because it might be better if this guy's just a fucking anchor. He's he's basically he'd be like a sixth child, and mm-hmm. if he's not gonna do shit, he's not gonna help in any way at all. Then fucking cut him loose, tell him to go. Even though you love him and he's the father of the kids, 
again you can't have an extra i don't i don't see why her having an extra anchor would be would be beneficial it would just be more stress to her and yeah yeah i think you're right he's got it you got to sit him down and just kind of throw down reality at him and say this this is what you got mm-hmm. either yeah you're either gonna go with it or you're not yeah and i know it's it's it, a divorce would be stressful but i mean it might be better if he's not willing to yeah if he's not willing to, to play play with you you know play the game with you then it's just gonna be it, it, you're just gonna drag it out longer and, and it's and it and sucks it sucks because you know it's 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 hard like i said i i have like a few hundred kids and i know how it is to to you know <laughs> you know you don't always want to be there for them but this guy's only yeah, got five man. To care. yeah he's only got five like fucking take care of him but again you know he, he might just be stressed maybe his job sucks maybe he's not feeling it but the sad thing is he's in that situation so he's got to fucking handle it yep yep just gotta be a man yeah man so, up buddy so hopefully she can hopefully she can get that going you know with him because again doesn't need a you don't need a six kid it's fucking especially a grown-ass man you know that's that's fucking pathetic in my eyes but yeah he's a piece of shit yeah uh, but try to stay with him if you can so you, you know what the shitty <laughs> thing we can tell you you know what the shitty thing is though say say they do to get divorced it's gonna be hard for her to find a next another guy if she tries to get one, right? Because the next guy's gonna take on five yeah. kids. Five, yeah, five kids. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? I, I, it's hard enough just to be with a woman who has one kid. Exactly. So, but I, like five kids. Exactly. Then, uh, yeah, none yeah, of them are yours. You, you, you might. <laughs> none of them are yours. So. Yeah, you, you might want to see if you can hold on to this one and fix yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe you should just fucking <laughs> let him do what he wants. Yeah, let him stay home. Deep, so, let yeah, him you're a, fucked. So. Let him eat ice cream out of the tub and sit in his underwear all day. <laughs> and fart. Yeah. Just put at up with you, it. At least you got a man. Yeah, at yeah. Just be man. thankful for this guy. I changed my mind. I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, you'd be praising him. You'd be making him dinner and yeah. cleaning his fucking yeah, underwear. Be- <laughs> you need him. You need him, man. We're in agreement. You need him. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. We're it's about time to wrap it up. Uh, stay tuned for the after show, the dark web, where we talk about shape shifters in folk- folklore. We'll see you guys on the other side. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher. Google Play, or wherever you're listening, and give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.wewontheinternet.podbean.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to the Dark Web. The WWTI Studios After Show. All right, thanks everyone for sticking around for the dark web. So, as Logan said, we're gonna be talking about shapeshifters. So these are shapeshifters from around the world. You know, stories of that. So you know, we everyone's been talking for a lot of years about creepy. You know, things all type of things creepy for centuries, right? Good people like like a good you know campfire story. And you know a lot, a lot of stories. You know, you can tell some are embellished, some are, have been altered as time has went by. Different variations of it you might read about or hear from people who claim that's what happened to their grandpa, right? Something, but, but uh, like I said, we're gonna talk about shapeshifters from around the world. And these are some of these that I'm gonna talk about. Have even been in some movies that that I've seen, and I'm sure you have seen them too, Logan, because they're, they're they're pretty you know popular. But mm. 
you know, not all shapeshifters seem cool. Like, some of them seem like nightmares. You know, like they can transform into animals, you know, freaky creatures, you know, just whatever whatever they turn into, they can be a mindfuck for some people. So, again, shapeshifters, we're going to talk about them. We'll see what, we'll see what, what you think. But this first one is called the Tanuki in Japan. Okay, so... In Japan, this, you know, this country is filled with tons of statues of creatures. And this one in particular, this statue is of this creature is bearing large testicles, right? It's not, I don't think, I don't think it's, I don't think it's from him needing to come a lot. You know, I think it's, I don't think it's blue balls, but, uh, the statues depict the Tanuki, which, which are small raccoon-like animals that are pretty common to the Japanese folklore. So legends in Japan speak of a tile maker who was made wealthy from a dancing tea kettle. This is going to sound a little bit weird, but you got to bear with me. So okay. the ket- the kettle was said to be a shape-shifting creature called the Tanuki. So these mythical beings were, <clears throat> were raccoon dogs that used their shape-shifting abilities to reward the kindly, and the kindly acts of strangers. So as the story goes, a Shinto priest was repairing the tea kettle. And he placed it on the hot stove. He got freaked out when all of a sudden the, the object sprouts arms and legs and cries, Ouch! You know? So, you know, of course, that freaked him out. That would freak me out. So, thinking that it was cursed, the priest gives it away to a local tile maker, right? I don't want this fucking thing. So, now, the, in, in the possession of a new master, the shapeshifter strikes a deal. So, it promises to serve as a man's, quote, dancing kettle in exchange for his kindness and respect. So, some tanuki are said to have a much darker side to them. So, in one of the tales called The Farmer and the Badger, the tanuki shapeshifter destroys a Japanese farmer's rice field. So, in that story, the farmer, you know, ensnares the, the, the creature, the tanuki, and vows to turn it into tanuki soup. But the farmer's wife takes pity on the tanuki and lets it escape. So, in an act of vengeance, I'm not sure why, but the tanuki murders a woman and turns her into soup. Right? Fucking freed. <laughs> I know. He killed the fucking. I she freed I know. I know. What a douche. I know. He should have killed the fucking farmer, not the wife who freed you. But then the Tanuki transforms into the farmer's wife and tries to make the farmer eat the bowl of the beloved dish, the beloved's delicious remains, right? So mm-hmm. he's basically he's basically trying to trick him. But again, you know, I would have just killed the fucking farmer. <laughs> it would have been better. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a little bit stranger, you know. Parts of the story is stranger where an, an enraged rabbit, which is a friend of the farmer. He takes exception to the horror show. You know, he, he, he punishes the Tanuki by playing a series of tricks on it. Like it hurls a bee's nest at the Tanuki, sets him on fire, and beats him in a boat race, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> I know. This sounds like a very sh- shitty episode of Winnie the Pooh. I know, I know. He does all these weird things. He has like a, like a dick size contest where he's, he outmeasures him. Or, you know, it's all this stupid stuff, like a boat race. You know? Like, who yeah. the fuck well, is? I was look- I'm looking at the at the images of these statues, and they all have huge balls. I you know, joking about it. <laughs> They're like comically big. I know, man. Like, I don't know if the Japanese <laughs> the statues are so. Are they these like are fucking weird? Yeah, are they like saying there's a lot of blue balls going on there? Like, why? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. So the next one here is called the uh, puka. So this has to do with the Celtic folklore. So the puka is a dark-furred creature that assumes a variety of forms. So the, the name stems from the old Irish word of goblin, which was, like I said, puka. P-U-C-A. They're, they're what they called it is P-O-O-K-A, but this, they call mm. it by puka. So legend has it. Yeah, the pookie man. 
Legend has it that the Puka have used their shape-shifting powers to charge, to, uh, to change into cats, rabbits, horses, ravens, goats, goblins, and even humans. But the motives of the Puka are pretty unclear. They've demonstrated, you know, malevolent and bene benevolent intentions. So according to some, you know, purists, folklorists, the Puka usually come out to wreak havoc at night, right? Makes sense, right? Everything always happens at night. Freaks come out at mm -hmm. night. So these... The, these pranksters leave their mountaintop homes to roam the countryside. And they smash fences, they spoil crops, you know, they just destroy anything that's in its in its way. Just anything that's, you know, has any value to humans, it destroys. Oh, they sound like gremlins. I know, huh? Um, one of its most common forms is, is uh, I guess, a black horse with golden eyes. That's, I guess that's what they, the Celtics claim. Mm -hmm. So the horse gallops around remote areas looking for a suitable rider. Those who failed the creature, who <clears throat> those who failed to answer the creature's calls, have no alternative but to watch as a horse destroys their earthly possessions. It's said that Ireland's King Brian Boru once tamed the fabled beast. He leased the puka with a bridle made from his own tail. The king rode the puka until it was utterly exhausted. He made the creature promise to leave both Christians and Irishmen in peace. Right? <laughs> sounds like <laughs> sounds like a. You know, you need to be Christian to be to be exempt, right? <laughs> and Irish. Mm. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the puka was given a slight concession, though. It, it was still permi permitted to play its devilish tricks on unsuspecting drunkards and evildoers, and it could. <clears throat> it has been at times known to be like showing a kind, caring side. But some of the more superstitious parts of Ireland believe that the puka reveals prophecies and warns people about evil fairies. And if you do manual labor, you know, at least if it sees you like being like not a lazy fuck, but doing some manual labor, it'll actually reward you. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's crazy, but it's, it's kind of cool, you know? So this next one so here. Reward you like, it'll, like it'll help you with the labor or it'll give you like. Yeah. It'll, it'll like help you out. Like, like, like if you, if you, you yeah, if you're working hard, it'll kind of help you out. Like, all right. You know, it looks like you're doing some good work. You know, we'll, we'll help you out. And so it helps out. It's, yeah, I guess, you know, every once in a while, it's better to be helped than to fucking be hindered, right? Yeah, it's true. So this next one here, this one came from, I, I when I was reading about this, this was from the show. Remember we talked about it in an episode back, Love, uh, Lovecraft Country? You remember that? That that mm -hmm. show? Mm -hmm. Did you watch, did you end up watching that at all? Not all of it. I think I've got like four episodes in. Okay. So you, you'll find, um... This has to do with that. I didn't even know when I watched it. I didn't even know. But this was the Kumino. So this is in Korean folklore. Which is a... The, the Kumio is a nine-tailed fox with a penchant for young men. So it's actually a demon who tries to lure men to their deaths by shape-shifting into a seductive woman. So the demon fox uses its magical stone to extract the soul of its infatuated victim. In some versions of the story, the fox rip out the liver, rips out the liver or heart. But and this usually occurs during sex, right? When they're when they're like at mm. cl like at high at climax, when the man's about to come, it's usually when mm. it fucking rips out your heart or your liver. It's when it gets you. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so in the in the story, the jewel of the fox's tongue, the shape shifting Camino slays ninety nine schoolboys, you know, siphoning taking you know the human energy from them. So in, in accordance to similar tales of the Camino, the fox needs to claim just one more soul to reach heaven. And if you watch Lovecraft Country, this is basically the same thing that happened. He was that that main guy. He was he would have been number one hundred. She would have been free. 
but mm. um, in the story, she gets bested by her final victim. The fox try to, tries to take the boy's energy by rolling an enchanted jewel over his mouth. He sees the, through the fox's ploy and swallows the jewel. So this grants him wisdom. So he sees no other option but to rally his fellow vi villagers and hunt down the, the Camille. So it's basically, like I said, it was, it's basically a story, you know. I, I'm not sure why you would... I, I think it, it's it's made more to like keep people from having sex, right? Like, don't be engaging mm -hmm. in sexual acts because, you know, the one girl you might fuck, you know, might be the one. She's going to take your soul, you know, that type of thing. I'd be like, fuck, suck my soul out. You can suck all you want. <laughs> you can suck that thing. But, Make it happen. Yeah, but I mean, I think this is, like I said, in Lovecraft Country, it, it, it shows him in Korea, and he ends up meeting her. And um, he ends up meeting the, that fox, the Camillo, and she almost takes him, and they end up falling in love. But it's it was it was, it was pretty good how it um, intertwined, you know, some mm -hmm. old, you know, shape-shifting folklore into the actual story. It makes it even a little more, makes more sense now that I've seen it. So. It's some, there's a there's a show on on Netflix called uh, Love Death and Robots. Mm -hmm. Did you ever did you ever watch that one? No, no, I haven't. That's really good. It's just a bunch of short uh, like anime and uh, 3D animation. Okay. And uh, there's a story on there, and I think that's what it was because it was like a fox. I think it was a, a Camino because mm -hmm. it was a story about a fox and um, like a. Was he like taking souls, or like was he engaging in? It was like it was like acts? a it was like a yeah it was like a sexy fox I guess <laughs> so it might be that okay <clears throat> but yeah we had like nine tails or something like that it was it was it was pretty interesting but they kind of turned her into a robot oh nice like they made made her like a, this robotic body it was pretty cool oh but that's what it reminds me of I don't know if it's if that's the same creature but it, that's what it reminds me of. No, I mean, maybe it was. I'm sure it has to do with that. Like I said, same with, like like I said, Lovecraft Country. It was basically her, you know. It was basically that whole folklore story. But mm. that, that's crazy. That's cool. So this next one here is the Ilimhu. So um, this is a predatory demon in parts of Africa. So one of the Bantu tribes of Kenya, the Kikuyu, names the evil hunter the Ilimhu. Jeez, Ilim. Ilimu, Ilimu. <laughs> Fuck, I don't say Ilimu. Some tribe members say that Ilimu takes the form of a healthy man. Others claim he looks more like a deformed village elder <clears throat> with one of his feet jutting from the back of his neck. Uh, that'd be fucking creepy, huh? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> if he falls on his back, he can run, I guess. Um, according to the Kenyan folklore, the Ilimu is a flesh eating terror that can shape shift into the replica of another human. But to do this, the Ilimu must steal the target's hair, nail clippings, or blood. And the demon can also possess like different animals, and the most famous one is lions. Mm. So some African tribes attribute lion attacks to the Ilimu activity, cons consulting medicine men for solutions. So where I'm going with this one is in 1898, the British Empire coordinated the construction of a railway bridge over the Savo River. The large camp was established near the site to accommodate thousands of Indian workers. So, where this was happening at served as an ideal hunting ground for a pair of highly intelligent lions known as the Savo Man-Eaters. Remember the movie The Ghost in the Darkness? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I was wondering if you were going to catch that. 
Remember that? Remember those lines that ate all those guys? Yeah, yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah, that's an old one. That's an old movie. Yeah, it was like like ninety six, I think, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, the, the 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 duo of lions work together to outmaneuver their prey, and during a, se- a series of nightly skirmishes, the lions negotiated their way around the camp's man-made traps and fortifications. Yeah, I remember that. How they were always they made traps and they always got around them. You know, they never. Yeah. They couldn't catch them. Everything they tried to do, they just bested the humans. So a lot of times they would target the slumbering, you know, the sleeping man one by one, you know, taking them back to their cave and eating them. And this went on for months, prompting, you know, a hundred of workers to flee. So anyone who saw this movie, you know, a lot of that seems pretty realistic, right? From what the story is. So news of the demon tigers had spread like wildfire through the camps, right? Remember everyone was freaking out. Yeah. And the bridge project overseer, Lieutenant Colonel John Henry Patterson spent weeks hunting the animals. But again, as we said, they were too clever for any of even his traps. Because initially, like, the people, the guys were doing traps. And then he started making traps. And eventually, after several encounters, and they were besting all his traps as well, he shot and killed them, killed them both. But I guess, according to legend, you know, one of the lions took nine bullet, bullets before fucking before succumbing to the injuries. Damn. So, I and this one, you know, reading more about it, it's, it's almost like... The myth is is more realistic than what really happened because they said 135 humans were reported eaten. Mm. But when they were, you know, they went back and they really checked through, you know, like did all the DNA testing and um, it was like two guys. Yeah, I know. It was, it was, hey, it was nothing. It was like leftover cow carcass. Like some, somebody, somebody just got like their arm scratched. Yeah, I know. It was actually 28 dead workers, and. Um, Oh, that's still a pretty good high count. It is, a, it is a high count, you know. But again, they were in an area of, of a lot of lion dens and the lion, uh-huh. you know, lion country, and there was a lot of humans, and they were easier to attack, right? So they said that the lions had like an abscess, like their tooth, you know, because they, you know, they bite a lot of stuff, you know, they gnaw on bones and their teeth get fucked up, and they had an abscess, so it made it harder for them to attack, like uh, meat that was stringier, like maybe more tough meat. So the human meat is just a lot softer, and they, that's why they think they also went after the humans is because they were easier prey, and their meat's real chewy, real soft. So it, it made it yeah, easier like for a them. Can of spam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. So, oh yeah. So, so that's that's what they were saying. That's what they think. Why they actually actually went for the humans is because, you know, they were just easier to kill. But again, they think that it maybe was. Uh, 11 of the, like so total they, some people said 28 others say 35 11 by 1 24 by the other lion so you know it's it's really interesting you know they they had to do a lot of like chemical analysis of the lion's hides to figure all that stuff out but I mean you know science can figure that shit out I guess but that was a good movie though I remember that movie and really liking that it's been a while since I've seen that I don't remember a lot of it yeah I, I remember liking I just remember it Val, it was Val Kilmer and, yeah uh, and Michael Douglas a, okay Michael, Michael Douglas, Douglas yeah. yeah, and I actually the 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 guy that was with him, the African guy, was like the king of of Wakanda. It was the guy that died. Remember the one that died in the bomb, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was that guy who also played that. But anyway, okay, so I got this, got this last one here called the uh, Lagahu. So this is in the Caribbean, and this deals with black magic. Okay, remember we've talked about black magic before, and you know a lot of those Haitians and a lot of voodoo and stuff, but. A lot of times, in a lot of places around there, it's not uncommon to see citizens sporting protective amulets, which are designed to ward off any malevolent, it, it, you know, entities known as jumbies. 
So in Trinidad and Tobago, you know, this occurs there as well. So a lot of people of the West Indies nation fear shape-shifting jumping na named Lagahu. So this comes from a French from French folklore where the Lagahu is a muscular man with a coffin for a head. So I think this was kind of weird. I saw pictures of it, but <laughs> it's, it's like okay. So this guy though, he 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 may look kind of weird, but it sounds like he's a tough motherfucker because his torso is sheathed in heavy chains, which rattle as he hunts for food. So the lagahu feasts on the blood of its of livestock and rare and more rarely humans. But as he spends much of his time looking like a weightlifting pallbearer, he can transform into a variety of animals, including a centaur-like creature. So to defeat a lagahu, it's not that easy. He's got to be captured, and for nine days, he's got to be beaten with the holy stick. <laughs> yeah. So, All right. So doing this tough, you know, tedious process, the creature will shapeshift into a variety of animals, eventually disappearing in a puff of smoke. But the Lagahu's French counterpart is the werewolf Loup Garou, right? Which is we all know is you know is is more is common. You know, you don't want to kill that thing with you know silver bullets. Mm -hmm. But um, the Loup Garou, you know, appears to suffer from obsessive compulsive disorder, and you know, like. Like he said, he, he must spend the night, the rest of the night, counting each grain of rice. If that's how you want to defeat him, that's how you trick the loop guru. Is you like throw rice in the air, and then and then he's mm -hmm. and then he's he had he's compelled to like count each grain of them. So that's how you. Oh really? Yeah. That's, <laughs> so then. That's so, so weird. I know, it? man. I'm attacked by an accountant. I know. I know. <laughs> I know, uh, I know, uh, an IRS, IRS type bookmaker. <laughs> yeah, it's some IRS guy. Yeah, it's it's funny. Like some of these are just really weird and interesting. I, I again, like I said, a couple of them we talked about were in actual like TV. Well, one of them was TV show, one was a movie. I thought it was I thought it was really good. Some of those those movies were good. Some of these are really interesting. Uh, it's it's interesting how some people feel how they their their stories come about and what they think about them. Um, I don't know if I really believe in a lot of shapeshifters, so I mean, I, I kept away from skinwalkers. You know, we've talked about skinwalkers before, so I didn't want to talk yeah. about that. Those are pretty common, and those ones to me seem creepier. But you know, I guess depending. Yeah, these were one. These are ones I haven't never heard of before. Yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to do is talk about things that were unheard of. You know, because like I said, we could talk about the more common ones, but there's so many shows that do that. So yeah, you know, we're shitty enough to be unique. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's about enough of the internet for tonight. Thanks to everyone for joining us here at the bunker. And if the world doesn't end by then, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>